Welcome to Empower Me Now, a radio broadcast dedicated to radically remove all obstacles to your destiny. And now, help me to welcome our host, Dr. Faye. Well, hello everyone. This is Dr. Faye, and welcome to another Empower Me Now. We're here every Friday evening at 6 p.m. East Coast time for those of you who are listening in for the first time. We feature guests on our show who are doing something to impact the consciousness of the planet, uh, meaning that we're, we interview people who are already doing the dream, who are already living the dream, who are already out there, who are movers and shakers, who have a message and a mission, and they are led by God to take that message into all of the world. And so today is no exception to that rule. We have a phenomenal guest here, and I'm so honored to be seated in this seat. And I'm not looking at myself as a host so much today, but as a co-host for Empower Me Now, because we have a person here, a woman here, who in every sense of the word is able to host her own show, TV show, radio show, or what have you, because God has anointed her just that way. She is an author teacher, speaker, philanthropist, TV and radio personality, and executive producer, uh, Christina Kane has had the honor of taking her message of hope and sharing her book, You Can Hear God, on national and local television, radio, podcasts, magazines, and blogs worldwide. She's a global speaker, a gifted exhorter and motivator. Uh, Christina best summarizes Focus on the journey, and you'll arrive successfully at your appointed destination. That intro itself is extremely powerful. Christina Kane, welcome to Empower Me Now. Thank you, Dr. Faye. It is an honor to be here today, and I'm really excited to have the privilege to be able to just share what God has placed within my heart. Thank you for allowing this platform to go forth. God bless you. God bless you. You know, Christina, all throughout um, my ministry and my life, I've often heard people talk about how to hear God. I still have people writing me or asking me, Dr. Faye, how can I learn to hear the voice of God? So when I saw that you had written an e-book on You Can Hear God, just the very title is letting people know that there the possibility is there and that we have access to the Father's voice. I, I think sometimes that we we don't understand what it meant to be really born again and to have the experience of God coming on the inside of us. We be in the house of God, and then we 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 forget that that's a personal relationship, and so that we do have access not to His voice. We have access to Him. So I want us to talk to, to to talk a little bit about your book, but I want to talk also about your platform, the things that you do. We did the intro that you um, uh, have been a guest and you've hosted TV shows or been uh, been on national and local TV shows. I want to talk about your your journey because I firmly I'm a believer that people um, they want to know you and they are attracted to the person or your testimony and your story. So if you don't mind, I would like to bring you in from that perspective that you would share a little bit of your heart, your story, and how did you come into this place of writing or come to the place where God called you to write this book and uh, just just share that with us. 
Oh, that's awesome, Dr. Faye. So, you know, I was raised um, in a family that absolutely loved, reverenced God. And um, so we would go to Sunday school. You know, we were in church. Um, My, you know, I'm also of Hispanic um, origin, and so my parents, it was kind of funny. My grandmother, um, we would go to Sunday school, obviously um, English speaking, but then my um, my mother would also have me attend with my grandmother and my other siblings, and we would be in Spanish church. So they wanted to make certain, regardless if we understood or not, that we were going to be in church several times over the course of a week. And um, so we loved God. We loved God. We, and, you know, we would fight for God. If you ever said anything that was negative to me about God, Jesus, I mean, I was a fighter even in the world. And, um, and, and it's just really strange, but I remember even growing up as a young child that I would say things and I would actually see things happen. Um, I would say to a certain friend, this is getting ready to happen, and it would actually actually come into fruition, not knowing the prophetic call that was on my life, um, you know, from in my mother's womb. And so just watching these things and kind of in retrospect looking back, you're like, oh, my God, Lord, you were with me even then. Um, so I would say about 17, I had... Um, a person speak to me outside. I was actually going to a club, a nightclub. <laughs> and um, I had a, I was with my sister, my best friend, and this man stopped us. He was evangelizing in the streets, and he stopped all three of us, and he began to prophesy. I mean, right there in the middle of, like, nightclubs, back to back to back. And he told my sister this most, the most amazing prophetic word, and he went to my best friend. And I was, you know, clubbing and wanting to have fun and, um, and I remember him saying at the time, he said, you are going to go around the world speaking on behalf of Jesus. You're going to teach his people, and um, God's going to use the same zeal that you have now before his kingdom. And it was mind-blowing because I remember my sister and my best friend laughing, like, do you know who you're talking to? <laughs> and um, needless to say, you know, I was still living for me and having fun. And then at 27 years of age, um, I remember having an encounter with God. I had two open visions back-to-back. Um, it was all I can tell you was it was absolutely horrific. I think many times in the in the Bible where it talks about the prophets having an encounter with God where they fell to their face flat as if they were dead. I, I think people don't really understand when you have an encounter with God, it transformed my life. The visions that I saw, there was an angel holding a projector flashing some things that I saw that was absolutely mind-blowing, and um, I was scared. I remember just this horrified, I'm never sleeping in that bed again sort of deal. Um, I took myself and my son at the time and said, I won't sleep in the room. That happened um, one day. The next night, I remember taking my bed and moving it into the living room because I was horrified. And at 3 a.m., both this time myself and my son awakened at 3 a.m., and my son was screaming because our living room ceiling was opened up and Revelation 19 was on our ceiling. And what blew my mind, because I'm thinking, okay, now it's not just me seeing this vision. My son was literally calling out what I, um, what I was seeing. I ran to my Bible because it's one thing to hear about God, but again, when God actually shows up, it is mind-blowing. And I saw everything that was on my ceiling along with my son, what was, what was written in, in, in the book of Revelation 19. And it was at that time that the Lord said to me, he said, Christine, you're going to begin to, um, he said, you're my prophet. You're going to teach others how to hear my voice. He said, um, there's a, I want to begin to open your eyes to things that were happening with the Antichrist. The same vision that I had on my wall was the... Um, the first night was the same that Daniel talks about, 
I mean, it was like I was reading my life in the Word, and I couldn't believe this. From there, God began to teach me over a course of seven years how to hear him through different many methods. It could be through music. I would get confirmation. People who didn't even know me walking down the street would confirm what God told me privately in my bedroom. We had such an amazing, intimate encounter that was a course of seven years, and I would go out and evangelize, and miracles would happen. They were calling me the young preacher girl. Everywhere I went, people would feel the actual tangible presence of God. We're talking children would say they felt wind blowing around them, would lay hands and prayed, or it was just mind-blowing. So this is how the book came. I would say 2015, the book was written. God told me what to do, how to do it. He told me who to contact. Here it is. I've never written a book. The book ended up in Barnes & Noble brick-and-mortar stores. It's on Walmart now, all because God told me what to do, and I followed his voice. It will change people's life. Yes, absolutely. That is so beautiful and extremely powerful, learning to hear the voice of God and following the voice of God and paying close attention to everything that God is speaking through. You mentioned music. You mentioned people passing on the street. You can be in the marketplace, ladies and gentlemen, those of you who are listening. You can be in the marketplace. It doesn't have to be behind the four walls of a church in order for you to hear God. Being an open vessel to receive what the Spirit of God is saying to you can lead you on a path of purpose and mission and destiny that will be so fulfilling far beyond anything that you can possibly imagine. Christina mentioned now... You mentioned a point, and I just want to go back to that point. Now, you, your sister, and your best friend were on your way to a nightclub, or you were coming from the nightclub? Absolutely. We were trying to have fun, do what we thought. Yeah, Yeah, do do what you do. Do what you do. You were having fun, and then God planted someone in in front of you with a word. And I heard people say, well, you know, God doesn't move here or he doesn't move there. Wherever people gather mm. that's where god is whether you're in the you can be in the nightclub on the floor dancing yes. with a drink in your hand and yes. god will meet you there my god Amen. we forget he's god <laughs> there's no place that's off limits for god and yes. there is no person who is off limits for god and he can reach you. He can reach that son, mother that you've been crying over, praying over, wondering when is he going to turn around. You've been spending hours in intercession, and you think that he will never change. You, you're afraid that you're going to die, and he'll leave, and he'll still be that way. But God said, no way. Mm-hmm. You continue to pray, and you continue to seek God, and he will he will do just what you've asked him to do. He's able to reach your son. If he's behind prison walls, God is able to speak to him there. Oh, wow. Yes. So, Christina, why is it so important that we learn to hear God? Well, it was amazing. I mean, you know, like I said, after these encounters and teaching me, again, it took seven years, seven years. And now, you know, I remember the same thing in my God would, God would really tell you that I'm like absolutely he did I remember clearly the Lord saying You're going to have to repeat that because it kind of faded out there for a moment Yes okay um, So people were really surprised when I shared this statement that God actually said to me He said Christina you know you really have to know my voice You have to know that you know that you know Because it costs you your son's life Mm-hmm 
when the Lord said that to me, this instant fear kind of gripped my heart for a second, but I understood where he was going with that. Um, so I thought just the importance of it, the urgency of it, is what I thought it it almost did. Um, we almost died um, on the mission field, myself, my son, my sister, and two of the team members while we were in India sharing the gospel. We ended up going to northern parts of India um, that are under Palestinian, you know, the Palestinian um, where they are fighting over territory. Needless to say, we were running for our lives after we were praying all over at certain monuments, temples. And um, the next day, I kid you not, um, we ended up getting stoned and running for our lives through the Himalayan mountains for 15 hours. And God, there was no help. There's no police to come to your aid. The military there was like, this is a civil fight. So even though they know people are trying to kill you, they cannot get involved. And we had for 15 hours to hear God. I mean, it's a, it's a miraculous story. And had it not been for listening to God telling us which way to go, when to leave, how to do it, sure. we would be dead. So the, the importance of hearing God is monumental. It can help you not. I mean, there's so many people, Christians, who are making mistakes, unbelievers, who are making mistakes because they're listening to the wrong voice. Right. They are listening um, to you know, all kind of different voices that are not the voice of God, making mistakes we don't have to mistake if we were to just hear God, wait on God, obey God. We would make so, I mean, we would be doing amazing things for the kingdom and not have to keep getting detoured as a result of our disobedience. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's the total surrender. And to, and to do exactly what Jesus said in Matthew 6 and 33, to seek, mm-hmm. to seek him first. And everything else is attracted to the seeking. Everything else is attracted to our passion for him and our love for him. It will be drawn to us. And many people have to live 50, 60, 70 years to even come to that revelation, Christina. God began to teach and train you at a very early age so that you could be on point and help to teach and train your generation and to lead others into the discipleship of Jesus, lead others into a relationship with him. Because for too long we've been... Sitting behind, sitting behind the four walls and have made God Sunday morning, have made God Wednesday night Bible class, instead of realizing that it's an everyday relationship. It's a moment-by-moment breath. It's a moment-by-moment inter- encounter with him because he's on the inside of us. He loved us so much, he locked himself up inside and became a resident God not somewhere above the clouds, but inside of us. And that's the revelation and the realization that each and every one of us must come to. And I'm so grateful that God has brought you our way so that you can present the gospel of Jesus Christ in such a fresh and anointed way that those who are listening, parents, grandparents, and young people who are listening, can get a hold of this and begin to run with it, to know that Jesus loves you right where you are. You can hear God, and hearing God can save your life. I remembered uh, being in, in on the mission fields in Africa and God speaking to me and telling me what to eat, what not to eat, where to go, what not to go, because it will cost you your life if yeah. you do not hear God. And that's important. God to- told Christina, it could cost you and your life and your son's life if you don't hear me. Ladies and gentlemen, how many times have God told us to stay home and we went out, had an accident? How many times has God spoken and said, don't do this, don't go there, don't get in that relationship? Yes. He might look good, it might feel good, but that feeling is going to fade if you didn't hear, not, hear the voice of God. 
And it's extremely important. And I believe, Christina, more now, it's always been important, but I believe that that the volume has to be turned up now because there's so much more to distract us. There's so many things happening on our planet and so many distractions. We can use the technology for distractions, so many places to escape to, or we think Mm -hmm. we're escaping. So God is saying, hear me. Hear me, hear me on this broadcast. Hear me to hear, hear my voice through my prophets and just telling you it's time to listen, tune in to the voice of God. You tuned in to everything else. You tuned in to everybody else. You've conference top, wow. you church top, you YouTube hop. You've just wow. done all the hopping that you can do, and you're <laughs> exhausted. You, you toiled all night and caught nothing. Now it's time to just be still and know that he's God. Christina, can anyone be taught to hear the voice of God? Dr. Faye, you're about to make me start jumping and screaming all over this place. (laughs) I can feel the presence of God so thick. Yes, that is what's so amazing. Even in my sinfulness, when I had walked away from the things of God, he was still speaking. It's mind-blowing. So people can't say, I mean, This is what they don't understand. God is talking to creation. Uh He's definitely speaking. And there's in the book, what I love about this is that people, I actually, you know, give a little bit of examples, scenarios, so that you will be able to discern, oh, my goodness, God was speaking then, and I didn't recognize it. Because that's what they need to know. They need to be able to lock that down and say, oh, I remember when God was showing me this. Because then they'll they'll start to repeat that, and and it's a learning process. Um, they'll be able to identify that God was speaking to them. So not just to believers, but absolutely to unbelievers. Because I can tell you that there's a lot of people that when they give their lives to Christ, they can look back and say, I remember when God said not to marry so-and-so. God said not to take this job, not to move. They heard these things and did it anyway. But God was speaking even then. I remember uh, Yolanda Adams giving a testimony. And she told it she shared this testimony publicly before a lot, a lot of people so it's not like it's a secret that she was standing at the door of the church the music was playing she heard the voice of god say don't marry him wow this was her first marriage don't mm-hmm. marry him she said but god Everybody's here. Wow. The music is playing. Yes. Everybody is expecting me to walk down this aisle. God, I've got to walk down this aisle. Jesus. And God, in his loving way, mm-hmm. step back and go ahead. Mm. We say, God, why didn't you stop her? Why didn't you stop? No, no, no. I told you. Right. And you chose rebellion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You chose. You willfully, knowing my voice, you willfully chose to walk down that aisle anyway. And she said this. Yolanda Adams said this. She said, from the moment I married him until I was able to get out of that marriage. That man beat me every day. Oh, my God. Wow, wow. Yeah. God is speaking. Hmm. We have to learn to hear him. 
And we have to learn to make adjustments when he's not speaking today the way he was speaking to us yesterday. My God, yes. When you were a child, your parents spoke to you in a certain way, in a certain tone. But as an adult, you don't expect your parents to say, boo-boo, baby, come on, sugar. You don't expect your parents to address you that way. Come on. Because it's inappropriate for your age. Mm-hmm. So God, God moves. Jesus spoke as they were able to hear. As mm-hmm. we mature in him, he's expecting us to hear him from different levels. Oh, that's good. Dr. Faye, I, right there, what you just said is so amazing, because as I began to develop and mature in hearing the voice of God, when I first started out, he would answer me immediately. Yeah. Oh, I would get that confirmation like day one, and I was so excited. Yes, God spoke. <laughs> oh, goodness. And then all of a sudden, it could be weeks, and I didn't get yeah. the answer. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute, God. Wait, wait, are you there? Where are you, Jesus? <laughs> yeah. And he was developing me, developing in me to say, I'm still here, but do you trust me just because you don't hear me immediately? Will you wait on me? Don't take it into your own hands and just run into a direction I didn't call you. Wait. Yes. So the answer does come, maybe not as quickly, but he's teaching us. That's so true what you just shared. Yes. I always say that he's not a long-time God. He's an (laughs) on-time God. Amen. He manifested when we are able to receive it. Yes. When we're ready it it appears every time, every time. And when he's conditioning us and preparing us for the manifestation is when we get impatient and want to go and try something else. God never had a plan B in creation. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Yes. And he still doesn't. Right. He is the way. <laughs> Jesus. The truth and the life. There, There is no plan B. What are you going to do if? And there's no what are you going to do if. That's right. <laughs> it's hear God, learning to follow him, learning to listen to his voice. He does hear the prayers of sinners. If he didn't, we're all doomed. My goodness. Yes. He hears the prayers of murderers. Look at Saul of Tarsus. Jesus. He was going to murder some more people. That was his mission in life, kill as many Christians as he could. Yeah. That was he appointed he was self appointed to to murder. Death mm. that was his destiny. Let me go kill I need some more papers to go kill some more Christians. My goodness. But on the road to Damascus, sure enough, <laughs> God dethroned him from his beast. Mm. <laughs> Detached him from his beast, the beast that was in him. And then he got a revelation. Oh, he had to go blind naturally for his eyes to be opened spiritually. But God speaks to anyone, anyone who Mm -hmm. will listen. If you have a hunger, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, if you have a hunger to hear the voice of God, if you're listening to this and you're just high on crack right now, you don't even know how you got here. My God. If you're listening to us and you say, well, God's not with me, why are they talking? And you may be mocking or whatever, but let me tell you something. You keep listening because God is speaking to you, sir. He's speaking to you right where you are and letting you know if you cry out to him, he'll hear you. 
and he'll meet you right there at the point of your need, and he has not forgotten about you, and you're not rejected by him. You may have been rejected by that woman. You may have been rejected by your dad, but let me tell you, you are not rejected by your father, and he's the one that matters. Amen. And he loves you right where you are. We're here with Christina Kane, who is a phenomenal speaker, author, philanthropist, TV and radio personality, executive producer, and on and on and on. But the most precious thing she is, is a child of God. Yes. Amen. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) And being a child of God who's (laughs) so in love with Jesus that she's willing to obey him, to come and share the gospel with you, to come and share her heart and her mission with you in your local church, in your communities, in your groups, your conferences. She's willing to do that, to pour herself out as he has poured himself on the inside of her. Amen. As you walk through us, ladies and gentlemen, through this broadcast for the next few minutes or however long we have, I've lost track, <laughs> we, we're moving into a place where I want Christina to tell us about the benefits. We, we talked about how it can save your life. Hearing the voice of God can save your life. Christina, what can you add to that about the benefits of hearing God, the benefits for your entire life, your existence on this walking through this, walking, uh, through this earth? What, what are the benefits in, in knowing the voice of God? There are so many benefits. I mean, my life has completely done a 180. It's the things that have happened, and I just really want to even encourage them on today, your listeners, Dr. Faye, that, you know, sometimes we feel like we're in a dead-end job, or why have we been placed here? Why are we in this apartment we're living in? Why, 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 why? We have so many questions about feeling like things aren't working out the way we want them to, not understanding that nothing is ever wasted. As I look back at my life and I look at all the different areas where things just weren't working, they were, you know, I was in despair, I was aggravated, I was doing my best and things just weren't panning out. And it's all of those jobs, those situations I was in, are literally being used right now um, to further the gospel going forth. I remember every job that I had, I'm like, oh my goodness, this makes sense. So now, God, I know how to work our ministry. I know how to do anything from admin to um some basic accounting to, I mean, I know how to run an entire ministry by myself. Nothing was wasted. And the benefits are amazing because, I mean, once you know the word, you can work the word in your life. So when the enemy comes for you and he comes with with disease and sickness, you know what the word says. You know what God says and you know how to speak his word. When you seem to be stuck and don't know which way to turn and you wait on God, he'll show you which way. So then literally God will make a way out of none. I have seen miracles, the supernatural. We just don't want an existence where we hear the preacher telling us, oh, God loves you and this is what God intends to do. And nothing ever happens. We know there's a supernatural realm that is open to you as you begin to seek God. I'm telling you, when man says no, God says yes. It's mind-blowing. And then when you start to get the victory in your own life as a result, then you can then do it for your loved ones, your family, your friends. Then it's your community. And then you don't want to stop there because you are the solution in the earth realm. But unless you learn the voice of God, you will continue to spin circles. Worse, die purposeless. I remember at 17 saying to God, don't you let me die without fulfilling my my purpose. I didn't know why I was saying that at 17, but I clearly remember saying it. Mm -hmm. And he's been so faithful. 
So, yes, there's benefits. And I'm telling you, there's also a glory realm. People think this is crazy. I've seen miracles supernaturally that have happened, and it's so amazing. Even, and this is going to sound crazy, Dr. Fay, to those who maybe aren't familiar, the more we became um, concerned about the things of God, even I just turned 40, I swear to you, my youth is being renewed. I look younger. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, there's a that sounds crazy, but it's true. Your body begins to go through changes. God is restoring, um, renewing. It's just mind-blowing. I look younger than sometimes when I look at, back at my pictures at 30. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, he renews everything, our relationships, our purpose, yes. our uh, everything, our, our, how we view ourselves, our self-esteem. We are being renewed from the inside out. Amen. Amen. That's and powerful. That's, that's a promise. That's a promise. Amen. He, he said he would renew our youth like yes. the eagles, you know. Yes. And so we are expected as we age on the outs on the on the calendar, we're right. not to be aging on the inside. Jesus. And even medical science says that some people internally are older than their biological age their uh, yes. natural age. So we can do, the Spirit does that, the Holy Spirit does that in reverse. <laughs> Moses was 120 years old. Come he on. wasn't that movie, Charleston Heston looking. He was, <laughs> he, he was, the Bible says his natural force was not abated. That means that nothing happened on the outside to make him look 120, and neither were his Come eyes on. dim. My God. He, he had, he has x-ray vision. Yeah. He was leading millions of people, but he was on point with God. Come on. He knew what was going on. He was not ignorant of anything going on in the camp. He said, God, your people that you later have corrupted themselves. He was discerning. He knew exactly what was going on My in God. the camp. So My God, God doesn't expect us to go into this place where society or medical community has said, well, well Alzheimer's, dementia, because you're 70, 80, 90 years old. That is not the natural course of things in the spirit. My doctor say preach. That is death and decay. And Jesus said, I am calm that you might have life, life. Yes. and have that Zoe more abundantly. That is life in every cell in your body. Yes. Life in every organ, life in your blood. Yes. God. There's power in our blood because of the blood of Jesus. My God. So Jesus. his blood swallows our up our blood like Moses' serpent swallowed up Pharaoh's serpent. Wow. It makes a difference. So it's expected that the when we go from glory to glory to glory in these bodies, not leaving these bodies, not trying to get out to go to heaven, but right. be in to heaven right now. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, and yes. yes. So that we are filled with all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and we are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. Thank you, Lord. We reflect heaven. Yay, God. <laughs> yes, hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father, for I and the yes. Father are one. Jesus. There's no separation. Of course I hear him. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> My God. Woo, Jesus, help me. Because right. he's on the inside. I know, right? <laughs> I want to throw the mic down. Because he is resident God. He's, the, he's on the inside of me. Thank you, Lord. Not only am I designed to experience him, I'm designed to be him in this earth, to be mm-hmm. the reflection of him, so that when they see me, they say, whoa, here comes him again, like they did at Antioch. 
My goodness. Those that are, there he comes again, they're Christ in, not Christian that has been diluted, but Christ ends. Those who have Christ in them have made an appearance here also. Wow. My God. Amazing, Christina. Amazing God in you. Woo! My God. My Give God. me chills. I know. I feel it, Dr. Faye. Thank you, Lord. This benefit package that we have. Mm. That we've not been drawing our benefits We're looking for Uncle Sam You know, the benefits from the government No, this is a benefit package That nobody had to vote on No man gave it to us And no man can take it away It's not a bailout It is a deliverance It is with us always It is forever ours It is everlasting Hallelujah Thank you, Lord I'm so happy about that, aren't you? Oh, my gosh, I'm about to, yes, I'm about to take off. Thank you, Jesus. Christina. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. What is the importance of creating divine connections? You see, I'm trying oh. to follow these bullets. But okay. No, I know. You know what, Dr. Faye? <laughs> Dr. Faye, look, just because I know me. I know me. I'll fly <laughs> off. Go on. No, no, and I could, you know, we can, we can go in whatever direction the Holy Ghost is taking us. I what you and I just have to say this too, not that I don't want to answer that question, but I mean, you just were touching on some things that God has really placed within my heart, and um, the platform. You know, somebody. There's been many times that you know I've been you know requested to possibly join this movement, sign, co-sign this, and and if it's not the area that God has called us to, we always say no. Our team. Because we know the sphere of influence that God has given us, and we remain on the road that he's called us to. And um, in regards to what you just shared about the bailout and and benefits that we can receive as believers and are entitled to, God God is moving us in a new direction where we are getting ready to launch on radio and have podcasts talking about politics. And what we're seeing, current events, and really using it through a prophetic lens to, to, to really educate and equip the believers. Because there's a lot of pulpits all over this nation that are being prostituted to, how do I say this, to steer people in their own agendas, for their own agendas. Mm-hmm. And so I want to say that we can't be afraid as believers. There are things happening in the world that we're not supposed to shun nor talk about because it's uncomfortable. But if God has spoken to us about these areas, people are are waiting to hear leaders within the body stand up and address these issues that Absolutely. most remain mum on. So I just want to, you know, just say that we have to be very mindful that God speaks even through politics. He's not Republican nor Democrat, but he speaks about these issues, and we have to hear his voice in these in this day and age. Absolutely. That's interesting because God was moving us in that same vein, but wow. we're doing it. I'll talk to you about it. Yes. <laughs> That is so interesting because the Spirit of God has been speaking to me about that over the past couple of weeks and to bring back a show that I started a few years ago and just, you know, pulled it, and he was telling me to bring it back. And it's front-page stories, you know, and what God has to do with it. (laughs) What God has to do with it. And, oh, my gosh, there's so many changes that are taking place now Mm -hmm. um, in this climate. And, People are being, uh, and the only way you can say what you just said about pulpits is to say it. <laughs> There's Amen. no way to dress it up. It is what it is. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it, uh, and there's there's prostitution that's going on. Then people are literally, I say the pulpit is pulling people in the pit. But God wants oh. to pull them out and yeah. deliver them. Pastors are complaining that the church membership is, is dwindling and the tithes and offerings are dwindling. Well, I have, and I say this all the time, and pastors don't like my saying it, but I still will say the truth, it's not the people's fault. My. So we have to teach because they, you can't give away what you don't possess. Oh, a tree is known by the fruit it bears. If it's me, oh. you, or the brother down the street, it's the same. If I don't like the results, then I need to go back to the source. My God. Dr. Fay, I prophesied that 10 years ago, that the decline would begin to happen on social media, and you would think that I am the new Antichrist. The the pastors got so angry with me. I said, listen, I'm just the messenger. And now that it's happening, they have no idea what to do, exactly what you said. Many of them are not even called. They're not even Those prepared. Are called, They're not even prepared. Come on. What's happening right now? They do not My. know how to minister. They're still trying to get some oil and throw on it. It won't work. Right. They're still right. prophesying oh. the same prophecies that they were prophesying. You know, you're gonna get this. You're gonna get that. No, we don't. No, no. Come no, on. No, no. Slap your neighbor upside the head. All the same cliche. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. What is God saying right now? Exactly. Exactly. Right. That is so on. That is. Oh, wow. How well, mm-hmm. how refreshing. How refreshing, because God told me many years ago that the church has never been the church. Wow. He said, say, what you're seeing is not my design. Okay. I said, then what is it? <laughs> We've been going to church, going to church, going to church. He said, I didn't call you to go to church. My God. I called you to be the church. The church. Oh, Jesus. Oh, and he said, I will bring you to a place. I had no idea that in 06 he would tell me to step into this place of using technology. Wow. He said, I will bring you to a place (laughs) where you will need no building to go around the world. My God. And he put me in, in television. He put me in different places and met different people. And I said, okay, obviously I'm being called to be in front of this camera because it's working for me, you know. Come on. Just kind of follow the flow, you know. <laughs> and I found the more I did it, the more I got excited because I could reach more people in less time. Right. And pastors, if you're listening, and I know you are, if you're listening, I want you to take heed. You've got three members, six members. You've got this big church, mm-hmm. and you don't have the resources to take care of the building. It's okay for you to say, let's close shop. Mm-hmm. It's okay for you to say, let's get back to basics. Right. Let's stop trying to fix what God didn't ordain. My God. And you're wasting so much time trying to come up with a new agenda instead of getting back to the original one, what wow. thus saith the Lord. Real easy stuff. His way, his yoke is easy. His yeah. burden is light. If it's not easy and not light, it's not him. Yes. That's the pattern. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is the pattern son. Get away mm-hmm. from the pattern. You're trying to create something else. That's not God. <laughs> Stop trying to build buildings and start building lives. Yes. Take time, pastors, to go back to the nursing homes again. 
Take time to go and minister to people who won't come to your pews. Right. Go out and love on somebody again. (laughs) Be open to his voice, wherever he's telling you to do. Maybe he did tell you to open that church 25 years ago. But then five years ago, he told you to close it. My goodness. It's okay to close that building. Yes, Lord. He didn't call you to go down with the Titanic. It's okay to get off the boat. Love on the people. Send the people to somebody else's ministry. Thank you, God. We started a church in North Carolina in 90-whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we started to, in We started a church in North Carolina. I went to Texas on a revival, came back. Holy Spirit spoke out of my mouth, didn't, pat, didn't even think about it. was no meditation on it, no fasting, no praying about it. I stood in the pulpit, and out of my mouth came, we are closing this building. My God. I went, who Thank says you. that? Right, right. I felt like a puppet. Right. Out of my mouth came those words, and the people looked at me in shock because the ministry was growing. We weren't hurting financially. It was like, why are you going to stop this? Come on, Dr. We were on television. We were doing good. We had bus Mm -hmm. ministry. We were rolling. But out of my mouth came those words. And I sat down before I fell down, like, wow, God, Mm. you're closing the church. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Told the people you can go wherever you want to go because I'm headed to Texas. I'm going to Dallas. God's called me. Wow, Dr. Faye, obedience. And people kept, the people in the ministry kept telling me, but you told us that you were here temporary. You were here to raise us up. And you told us we better be serious and listen to what you had to say because you were not called to this place. I said, oh, did I? <laughs> Look at that. That's that apostolic anointing. Absolutely. Equipping, empowering, getting people to... I can only imagine how many people have already begun to leap into their purpose as a result of you being there. Some people left and came to Texas a few months to a year later because they wanted to be a part of the ministry. And I want you to know some of those same people that I met in North Carolina are with me today as Um, part of my team Uh for this multimedia ministry. Amazing. Hearing God is everything. I, I don't I don't I don't know what to do outside of that. If I don't hear God I feel like I'm not breathing. I mm-hmm. can't get oxygen. Because in him we live and move and have our being. He's everything, people. And just as Christina sure has has graced us with this precious anointing that God has placed on our life and so willing to minister to you and to minister to others, to, 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 to you right where you are, and to minister to anyone who will receive this word. The importance of creating divine connections, this is a divine connection with Christina and I. Yes. Because we can't really create them ourselves. I believe it's the importance of having them. Because only God can bring people and build a network of people of like precious faith. Amen. Who have been in the, in the press, who have been on the potter's wheel. And I can look at Christine and say, girl, I know where you got that from. You've been to the potter's wheel. 
what that looks like. You don't get you don't be, just become anointed because you woke up or had a vision. Jesus. You got a story behind the wind. Yes, Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Christine, as you walk and people feel in the wind blower and they feel in the presence of God, you say, Yeah. That's what happens mm. when you go through the fire. My God. My God. I went to hell to get some keys. Jingle jingle yes. jingle. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You're seeing the results of what God will do if you'll just stay with the master's plan. Oh, wow. Because he is. He is. He doesn't just have the answers. He is the answer. Yes. Amen. Christina. Hmm. Wrap it up for us. Because I'm just... I just... Dr. Faye, that's amazing. Just everything you said was on my heart today, too, and I was just praying. And I, I really believe today that your listeners are are touched, are beginning to go through the healing process. These seeds will not be uprooted by the enemy. It should not be stolen. I believe that in due season, if they continue to press, that there's going to be a harvest. And as they begin to yield and obey the voice of God, no matter if it's not comfortable, no matter if it's difficult, but staying the course because they want to remain connected to the Father, he will get them to where they're supposed to be. They shall accomplish their purpose within the earth realm. They shall have a piece of heaven in the earth realm. And I just want to say, if if you don't mind, can I pray for them? Yes, indeed, and then I want them to know how to get your book and how to contact you and all of that. That's awesome. Thank you. So, Father, I just want to lift up those who are listening on today and under the sound of my voice, Father, that you would just continue to draw them to you, Father. As they seek, as they knock, the door is going to be open. Every distraction, every wrong voice that is in their life right now, God, you are detaching, you are removing in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you that you're bringing new connections, divine connections that will help strengthen them, that will help empower and encourage them to begin to seek your voice, to begin to remove things that should no longer be in their lives now, God. I believe today, God, that healing is going forth, deliverance is going forth, God, blinders are coming off of their eyes, that, God, that they, more than anything, desire to be close to you. Father, I thank you, God, that any, any, any area of hurt, any area of doubt, rejection, God, be removed right now in the name of Jesus. God, we speak perfect peace. Your joy, God, your joy to flood their soul right now, God. And, Father, for them to continue to listen to this program, which is breaking forth and doing awesome and new things, God, that they would stay connected, God, because this is the church. We are the church. Father, I just thank you for what Dr. Faye is doing, and God and her team, Lord, Father, that you would just enlarge them, their borders and their territories, give them uncommon favor. God, I thank you for the governmental anointing that is upon this ministry. Father, I thank you for what you're doing in their lives and the lives of their listeners. We speak provision, blessings, your joy over them right now. We seal it in the blood. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Wow. Amen and amen. Christina Kane, author of You Can Hear God. Christina, how can we get a copy of your book? Thank you, Dr. Faye. Absolutely. So 
there is the ebook as well that you can purchase off of our website, which is called theofficialcanes.com. And there's also, if you want to get the uh, paperback version of the book, you can go online at walmart.com, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and iBooks as well. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, Christina, it has truly been a blessing, and it is a blessing to meet a new friend and sister in Christ who is out there pioneering and being bluntly honest with people about what God is saying this hour. We look forward to your new podcast. I want you to stay in touch with me. I want to hear what what is going on because we want to walk with you through this life. And we appreciate God allowing you the opportunity to be with us. Thank you so much, Dr. Faye. It's an honor. I've been blessed. God bless you and your team. Thank you. Thank you. Don't forget to go to www.theofficialcanes.com. That's theofficialcanes.com. And get a copy of Christina's new book. You can also get a hard copy from walmart.com and amazon.com. And I believe she said Barnes & Noble. The name of the book, again, is You Can Hear God by Christina Kane. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Dr. Faye, and you have been listening to Empower Me Now. We'll see you again soon. God bless you now. Bye-bye.